more than a decade learning about how people are wired and designed. Hi, my name is Josh Willie, and I'm here to share what I've learned and what I'm still learning with as many people as I can so that they can optimize their life and achieve results they didn't know were possible. Greetings, my friends, and welcome back to the Optimum You podcast. I'm excited to be back this week. Um, first off, uh, I lied last week and said I was going to be posting video of last week. It, that didn't really work out very well. Having some hiccups in the recording. Um, so I apologize if you were misled and you went looking for it and couldn't find it. I will explore that further. I'm not going to be doing it in this episode, so we'll find out if if that'll work in the future, but I'm not sure. So we're going to pick up where we left off with the five systems of human design. So for a quick recap, the five systems, we have physical, intellectual, emotional, relational, and spiritual. And today we're going to dig into the spiritual. And I know this is going to be potentially a touchy subject for some folks. I come from a Christian background, so we'll just we'll say that, we'll get it out of the way. And it is from that background that I derive the, the majority of this. However, I have geared it towards a neutral audience, and um, I can I really think that this is relevant and accurate. And so, uh, if you give it a chance and hear me out, I think you'll you'll find value in it as well. And if you share my background and you eat it up, that's even better. I like it. So uh, first, let me lift them. Up. Let me list them off the, um, the the system or framework that I have for for the spiritual system is um, they're they're they come from well because they come from my my Christian background they're referred to as spiritual gifts but they're essentially the uh, how you serve people in the world. Uh, it is your your natural tendency towards the the way you add value to others, and um, there's not going to be one single one that is you. This is going to be uh, much like all of the other systems. Um, people are a unique blend of of all of these, and you'll have uh, one or two or three that are the dominant and most natural way for you to to show up and add value to people, okay? So uh, the first one is uh, truth, sharing truth. Uh, in, in the spiritual gifts world, it's called prophecy. But the, the basic premise of this is um, your ability to identify and proclaim or share or, or expose uh, truth. And this is in a in the sense of of what is good and and right and real. It's a, you know it's 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 kind of like it, it, if you believe all the things that I'm saying here in this in these episodes of this podcast is is that's what I'm doing is I'm 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 declaring that hey I have discovered a piece of truth and it is right and accurate and I want to share it with you. I want to, I want to declare that this is true and you can, uh, you know, you can take it to the bank. You can get value from it simply by 
um, adopting what I have to say. That's that's the the sharing of of truth in the in the realm of the gift of prophecy. And so, what's valuable about that? Well, some people um, are prone to uh, compromising what they believe because they hear people uh, shouting loud enough. You know, someone might be proclaiming that something is true, but they're not necessarily proclaiming truth. They're not. They're not sharing that truth. And so, people that are susceptible to um, being swayed in one way or another, just depending on how loudly the voices are that they're hearing uh, on that subject, are served by people that are standing up and declaring what is actually true instead of what is uh, being asserted as, as right. So I think there's a difference between people saying this is you know, an opinion of what is right and what is actually true. Um, I believe that truth is truth. And no matter where you hear it from, if it's, if it's truth, you can, you can get valuable, get value from it, and it can be valuable. Um, one of the things that people that uh, serve in this way need to be careful of is, is how they share it. Um, so if I'm, I, I, can, I can speak truth, but if I do so like yelling and screaming in your face, then, you, you know, while you can take ownership of the reality that, hey, no matter, no matter where or how you hear truth, you're responsible for um, digging it out and knowing what is, what is true and then getting, and you're responsible for it and you're, you know, you get value out of it that way. Um, However, as somebody who is speaking truth, it's my responsibility to make sure that it is as consumable as possible um, so that the most people can get value. So when I, when I um, alienate people by my delivery of what is true, then um, I'm not doing a very good job of wielding this gift. Okay? So there is a lot of, uh, there's a lot of opportunity to add value and have value, value added through the, um, the recognition and proclamation of truth. And I hope that I'm doing a good job of that in this uh, medium that I'm using here, sharing, sharing things, these five systems here on the podcast. Uh, the next gift is um, serving. And this one's, this one is, you know, you might find this might seem straightforward, but there's some nuance to it. Um, the those who who show up to add value to the world through the gift of serving, they are um, they're most commonly doing things that other people don't want to do or or cannot do. And the the key thing here is it's not always what they can't do, um, but the the things that um, that many people want to take for granted, so, you know, somebody has to do it. Um, I you know I want to I want to know that when I walk into a room and I flip the light switch on that the light's going to come on. I want to I want to take that for granted. I don't want to have to to think about whether or not it will and if it you know uh, and 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 solve the problem if it doesn't or you know I just want to be able to flip the switch and there it is. Now there, there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes to 
um, actually making that happen. And uh, people that do that work are serving me and and they're doing they're doing it behind the scenes. This is not necessarily something that I am incapable of doing, but it is something that I do not want to do. I don't want to have my time spent trying to make to ensure that my lights are going to uh, turn on when I flip the switch beyond paying my electric bill. And and so 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 it goes with with other areas of life. Um, I I I like to. You know, I used the I used the laundry scenario in in one of my previous episodes where my wife does the laundry, and I really enjoy that she does that, and and I I really want to um, kind of take for granted that when I go into my closet to get something to wear, that there will be clean things there for me to choose from. And um, now I don't I do not take it for granted. I I make sure uh, that I. Um, express my appreciation that I have a willingness to step in and do the work if um, necessary. Um, but that is that is a service oriented thing that my wife does for for me. She she definitely has the gift of serving. She's always looking for ways to do um, that which needs to be done to make our household run smoothly. So she is um, operating as much of the infrastructure of our home so that everybody in our home can take a lot of things uh, for granted. And, and so um, people with this gift are, are very, unfortunately in our society are very likely to be, um, to be taken for granted, you know, that they are taken for granted uh, because they're doing things that are infrastructure related that people want to take for granted. Um, They do things that are administrative uh, a lot or, um, you might see this at work through, for example, um, the the person at work who wants to handle the logistics of the office party, the the uh, you know all all the all the events or the things that go on in the office that help people to to show up in a better way, to feel recognized. To do those are people that are likely um, gifted in the area of serving. So. Um, we we all get a lot of value from this gifting on a regular basis, and so it's it's going to be a really important thing for us to ensure that we are intentional about uh, recognizing that and showing our appreciation, so that we can um, we can celebrate those people that that serve us. The the next spiritual gift is teaching. Now, um, teaching is the, in this definition, it's, it's the ability to impart knowledge as a basis for adoption. So I'm going to share information in such a way that you are inspired to adopt it as true. Um, Teaching and prophecy go hand in hand pretty well. If you if you're gifted in both, you can discover what is true, and you can you can wield your gift of teaching to um, bring it to the table for people to pick up in an easy way, and and they can adopt it. Um, you see teaching uh, gift present all the time in you know in the obvious the teachers, but there's um, 
corporate trainers, there's yoga instructors, there's the uh, martial arts sensei, um, there's you know simple day-to-day one-on-one relationships where you know something and someone else doesn't and you're helping them to understand it and and um get value from it you know with the purpose of adopting it and implementing it so teaching teaching is about uh, knowledge transfer with the purpose of adoption and implementation i think that um we all we're all teachers at some point Um, sometimes the best teaching is done through um, example as opposed to um, lecture so uh, if you if you think about that then everything you do is a potential opportunity for you to be teaching someone else what is worth doing and how well you know how how it's worth doing um, so everything, everything we do is a model for someone else to potentially observe and learn from. So, um, this is the, one of the nuances of this is just kind of being intentionally aware of that fact. And therefore, um, if, if that's a reality, if you're, if you're really actually going to be someone that teaches through modeling, um doing so intentionally means that at any given moment you are ready to give an explanation for what you're doing and why you're doing it and this means that uh this will the the implication of that is that you're whatever it is you're doing you're doing on purpose um and with uh, with enough awareness that you can stop and respond in that way if somebody's like hey what you're doing, why you're doing it, and you can share what you're doing and why you're doing it, um, having an awareness in advance of the answer to that. So this is this is a really good um, gift to develop. Uh, all of these things, uh, uh, all of these things in this in this system are are things that you can uh, learn and improve and grow in. And and again, like I said, we're a mixture of all of them anyway. So. Uh, being aware of um, which ones you're using and when you're using them and how you're using them and and uh, maintaining the awareness of of each of these so that you can intentionally practice them and and grow and improve will be uh, of huge value to you over your the rest of your life. Um, and so the the ability to teach either. Um, any given information or through or through modeling is one of those things that's it requires a level of awareness and intention that means you're equipped to to do that knowledge transfer at any given moment for the purpose of um, having somebody else adopt and implement that knowledge. Okay. Now, uh, moving on to the next one. So we've covered uh, the sharing of truth, serving, and teaching so far. So now we're going to go on to uh, encouragement. And encouraging is is a a gift. Um, that's I mean that's a huge gift in just in general. Like the person who does the encouraging has it 
it is, it's a, such a privilege to be able to encourage and affirm other people. And um, it's one of the primary jobs of a leader is to affirm progress that's being done. So encouraging people is, um, is a way that you can inspire them to keep going how, as a way of celebrating them. We talked about um, the, I don't know if we, I don't know if we talked about the principle of morale um, yet, but the principle of morale says that there's three reasons to evaluate someone's performance. One is to uh, celebrate success. Two is to improve the system in which they operate. And three is to hold them accountable for the commitments that they've made. And if you do that in any other order, then uh, you will damage morale. Uh, encouragement is is a gift that um, uses that principle of of morale to inspire people to to uh, keep on going, to continue doing well with what they're doing, to lift them up. Uh, encouragement isn't always affirmation of what's 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 been going well, but it's also a um, a way of lifting somebody up out of some difficulty, um, maybe not getting them through it or doing anything for them, but uh, presenting the the reality that they're capable of of doing that for themselves. Um, so boosting boosting their morale, boosting their uh, their confidence in themselves and um, changing their their limiting beliefs to um, beliefs about their potential is those are all aspects of the gift of encouragement. And it will, uh, if you do this, um, I guarantee you that the person being encouraged is not the only one that's going to get benefit from it. The person that's doing the encouraging will always benefit um, just as much or if not more than the person being encouraged because it's, it's an uplifting activity to do. And it is, you know, for when I encourage, it's uplifting to me. I, um, it puts, it, it puts me in a positive state of mind because it requires me to be thinking about the positive of, of someone else. And the, the physiology of the human brain is that the, the part of your brain that is used to recall negative things is a different part of your brain than what is used to recall positive things. So you actually have, when you're in a negative state of mind, um, you, you, you really literally can't think of positive things. If you, if you kind of reflect back on times where, where you were in a, in a bad mood or you're depressed or you're angry about stuff, um, I know, I know that I can, when I, when I remember those times, there's, I, I really, I literally cannot think of anything good um, about whatever it is that I, about anything really, but um, specifically in, in the context of the thing I'm angry about or depressed about or whatever, if I'm feeling down on myself, I can't think of anything good about myself. And the reason for that is, is not, um, psychological it's physiological it's it's literally a different part of your brain that is active that is uh not active at the same time as the other part of your brain that uses that you use to recall positive things 
So uh, being in the state of mind that is required to do the encouraging for other people really puts you in a, uh, keeps you in a more positive state of mind, generally speaking, which allows you to uh, be more aware of the good that's going on uh, all around you. And, and so you get, you get immense benefit from being the encourager and it can help people to shift that, that uh, frame of mind that they're in from the negative to the positive. And if you can, you can flip that switch uh, or help people to flip that switch. Uh, that's immensely valuable as well. So uh, moving on to the next one is uh, leadership. And um, the this one is kind of um, kind of tricky. Like leadership is, happens on every level. So every everybody is a leader um, from from the the general concept of the behavior of leadership. And um, the most important person that you can lead is yourself. And everyone should lead at a minimum themselves. But the gift of leadership um, is not to be uh, confused with the skill of leadership. The gift of leadership is, is that is somebody who um, understands the, the added accountability and responsibility that comes with, with taking on a role of leadership. So being intentional about the, the skill of leadership, the application of that skill um, requires the use of this gift in that you, you really understand the gravity of what it is that you are getting into. Um, it's, it's a big deal when you take responsibility for um, pulling other people along with you to um, increase a bunch of people around you. And, and so I think, I think it comes into the, the areas of, of degree of leadership that you have um, being starting with starting with personal leadership. Um, you have, that's a, that's a big place for you to begin understanding the gravity of leadership as a gift and leadership as a skill is in um, leveraging it within your own life. It allows you to um, take a higher degree of ownership and responsibility for uh, everything you do. One of the people that I follow um, likes to to explore the concept. Everything is my fault, and um, when you can when you can effectively think about how any given any given thing that you that's going on in in your life or that that you are aware of, and figure out how to make it how to make it your fault. How um, what you could have done differently leading up to the current moment with the given set of circumstances to um, mitigate any given thing that that is going on. Uh, he likes the he, he's the the example of an asteroid. If an asteroid came and crashed down on his house, how could how could he rationalize that being his fault and being able to uh, essentially uh, make money fund the the research to be more aware of the space projectiles flying through 
through or through space towards Earth and and how that could have been addressed prior to it hitting the you know like just it's very extreme and and uh, almost nonsensical but but it's a it's a mindset shift that says um, I can literally uh, control anything in my life and circumstances if I think far enough into it and anticipate enough then um, I can avoid any any negatives in the future. Now, the practical application of that um, and successful execution is a different story. But but the that that shift in mindset is is so far away from the victim mentality that it it's really just like it doesn't let you feel bad about yourself in your circumstances. It's like okay, I could have done something about this. Let's do something about it now, and let's let's move forward. And and knowing that you can have that much control over yourself and your essentially your attitude toward circumstances is the one of the the first parts of um, really solid intentional personal leadership. Okay, so um, we'll we'll go into more depth on leadership um, as time goes by because that's uh, kind of a huge aspect of of where I live and work in a general sense. And so uh, I'll definitely spend more time on that and we'll we'll get into it even more. Uh, now let's jump into the the last one of these gifts and that is um, mercy. Now the my my best definition of of mercy is um, is not hey, not having to experience a negative a negative consequence that you earned um, and and so I would you know a lot of people a lot of people mix up grace and mercy grace is getting something positive that you didn't that you don't deserve and mercy is not getting something negative that you do deserve right and now the um, that's a that's a bit cut and dry on the you know on the on the word deserve uh, maybe consequences you know the natural consequences of your life um but the the gift of mercy is that somebody that has this gift is somebody that can show up in a variety of circumstances uh, judgment free um seeing through circumstances seeing through actions seeing through behaviors to the fact that they're uh, they're working with a person who has a heart and is there there's some you know there's somebody deep down in there that that is uh, worth worth loving worth spending time with worth um, investing in and it's it's really hard sometimes for um, people to see that heart, the heart of that person, when their actions are um, very, very loud in you know in the negative or the reprehensible kind of sense. And um, so you'll find you'll find people with the gift of mercy uh, in a lot of the like the counseling fields, um, serving people that have been in. Uh, the living a life of drug addiction and and 
or, or, or any kind of addiction, really. The, one, of the, you know, one of those classifications of, of addiction is that the behavior is um, excessive to the point that it's detrimental to uh, relationships around you, the, the important relationships, and it's detrimental to your own um, personal well-being. And that, you know, so that can be drugs, it can be gambling, it could be alcohol, it could be um, any number of things. And the people that uh, can show up in those spaces where they serve people that have been suffering in that area of, of life, who can set aside the the behavior and set aside the 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 patterns and and um, set aside their own their own judgment and and things so that they can really um, interact uh, heart to heart with these people. They, that's the gift of mercy. And, and that's what those people need um, in order to get through their, you know, most of the, most of the time people that are, that are in addictive lifestyles and, or that are just have done crappy things in their life that they are not proud of. Um, the the most judgment that they experience usually comes from themselves and um, and anybody else um, passing judgment on them is just is just confirmation of how badly they feel about themselves and when someone can show up with the gift of mercy and be able to um, to show love to that person and and almost uh, prove wrong the the judgments and and guilt that they have about themselves, so that they can help them recognize that they are a person that has worth and has value, and um, they're worth investing in themselves to the point of changing the uh, patterns and behaviors that have gotten them into the situation that they're in. That's a that is an essential um, part of being able to to change and and mature through that and and break those cycles. So um, that's that's all of these. So let me let me review them one more time. It's prophecy or um, sharing of truth with others, serving, doing what other people um, can't or don't want to do teaching the um, transfer of knowledge for the purpose of uh, adoption and implementation, um, encouragement to uh, lift people up, to keep them going forward in, in a positive direction, um, leadership, which is in, in the gift form is about understanding the gravity of, of the responsibility that is leadership, that is uh, uh, being responsible for other people and leading them in, another, in a direction to accomplish something. And mercy, which is uh, loving people uh, through their actions, through their wrong choices. And those are the primary gifts with 
in the in the system of in the spiritual system of the five systems. So um, this is the conclusion of those five systems. I guarantee I'll talk more about them as time goes on because they are relevant and active in so many areas of life, and um, I'm finding them showing up all over the place as I as I learn more and as I, I observe more. And so um, I'll definitely uh, be maturing my own understanding of these things, and I'll share that as I go and, and learn more. So I'm excited to uh, move on to the next things. I was looking forward to wrapping this, this chunk of information up so that I can move on and talk, to, uh, talk about other things that I care about. And uh, so... Uh, thanks for tuning in again, and I hope you get value out of this. And once again, the best way to get, or the only way to get positive, predictable results from anything is to cooperate with this design. And I strive to better understand the way we people are designed so that I can help to equip you to cooperate with that design in a better way and achieve results that you never thought possible. So take care and lead on purpose.